There is indeed good and there is indeed evil, and both walk the earth. Both good and evil vie for passions of the heart, for love. Ted Decker. Every villain is a hero in his own mind. Tom Hiddleston. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hull, and I believe all characters are just folks. And I'm Lee Esses, and I like a story with a good good guy and a bad bad guy. Before we get into today's topic, be sure to stick around for the end of this episode. We have an announcement for the future of Writing Roots, and we want you all to hear it. Today's topic is really hard to sum up in a title, but it's the idea of who the villains are. Are they just people with a goal, or is there such a thing as true good and evil? We've kind of touched these topics before. We had a bonus episode that we talked all about villains, and we had an episode where we talked about the shoulder angels and the kind of fight thematically in a story of good versus evil. But today we're going to talk about the people. When you have a conflict, you can either have it be this big world-changing hero versus villain, good versus evil, so that the stakes are very high. Or... You can have two people that just don't like each other. No, that's not what it means to have a villain that is simply a person. Your super evil, mustache-twirling bad guys just simply aren't realistic. True evil, as we see it on Earth, is usually buried behind a facade of charming. Look at a myriad of serial killers. It's not so easy to put such black and white labels on realistic characters. If you have realistic characters, there's shades. They have things that they do that's good, and they have things that they do that's probably overwhelmingly bad, but they're not true evil. They're not true good. And I think that's why I like entertainment overall. There are battle lines that are drawn. You choose good or you choose evil. Yeah, maybe it's not as realistic, but I'm not sure that's a bad thing. I'm drawn to fiction entertainment that represents realistic things. That is one of the reasons I've said before that I like the Stormlight Archives, because it isn't this true fight of good and evil. There's this idea that maybe we are the bad guys, and it's that moral dilemma that I really like to see because that's realistic. I can actually connect with those characters, and I do like to connect with my villains in some ways. But I feel like if that's the point of view you're taking as an entertainer, it's very easy to go too far, and we start liking Loki more and more, even though he's a villain. But people love the anti-heroes these days. I mean, you have Deadpool, you have Punisher, these people who do really horrible things for good causes... There's something very interesting about that moral debate there. And I really like to see that in my fiction because I don't see that actually debated in the world, even though we face that quite often. But I feel like it's too easy to go too far to start feeling like maybe Ferris Bueller is just a jerk kid and the principal who's supposed to be the villain is kind of right. And Ariel is just a dumb teenager. Yeah, but that's just us getting older. That's not necessarily that vague idea of what's good or bad. As someone who enjoys entertainment, I I want my good guys to be somebody I can root for and my bad guys to be somebody I can hate. 
those hateable villains are so much a part of the entertainment process. But what villains do you hate more? The ones that are the mustache twirler, super obviously evil ones, or the ones that have some different sides to them? I do like the different sides to them, but just because we all agree they're evil doesn't mean they have to have a mustache to twirl. Obviously. I mean, you have Umbridge. She doesn't have a full mustache. But we love hating her so much. One of the reasons we love hating her is because she is a dynamic person. She is somebody that we see in life. She honestly thinks she's doing the right thing. She doesn't think she's doing evil to be evil. If I had written that book, I would not want my readers to go, hey, maybe she has a point. And I'm not saying you have to write your villains in a way that your readers think, hey, that's a good point. But you have to remember that they think they're the hero. There is very rarely a true chaotic villain that exists. Just like you don't really have a lawful good character that is always lawful good and can actually get the job done. Paladins just aren't realistic. But they're the people we want to root for. We want to root for Captain America. Who beats the crap out of people. I'm talking about Steve Rogers. Even he beats the crap out of people. He's not lawful good. He's lawful good. He is not lawful good. He is neutral good. Because he's willing to break the law so long as what he's doing is right. See, I'd say that's American, though. Americans are naturally rebels. And he's Captain America. The important thing about having a story is to have stakes, and those stakes should get higher. I'm not talking about cows eating pot. I'm talking about turning that screw and making things even more and more tense as your story progresses, making it so it's not just a random person who the villain has in their clutches, but it's your daughter. And the villain is even more evil. Having those incredibly high stakes is a lot easier when the villain is evil. Not really, because for the readers, you can make the stakes even higher if there's that debate of who is the good guy, but who's right? And so there's that tension, there's that concern for both sides, because you have people doing what they think is right. Even if you take the morality out of it, Villains aren't always doing evil things. It's not like they're walking out into the street and taking candy from children and punching old ladies. There's more to people than what they do. They have all sorts of things driving them. They can have an honest belief that they're doing right by killing a bunch of people. That still makes them evil. Okay, so is Iron Man evil because he killed a bunch of people? Yes, but they were all bad. You're saying the henchmen who are just doing their jobs deserve to get killed? They're doing the jobs for the wrong person. What if it's the only way they have to feed their family? Get a different job. What if that's their only job option because they live in a rural third world country and the best paying job is by this massive evil corporation? Ultimately, you should be putting these choices in front of your characters. I like it when you can somewhat predict what the character is going to choose. You can have that even when the characters are people with their own unique motivations that aren't just pure evil or pure good. There's that gray area of they have to make the choice, and yes, they do choose to do the bad thing, but there's a debate there. 
but having a good and a bad is my point. Because in so many of the stories that I really don't like, it's all just drama, drama. And it can be solved if people just sat down and talked to each other. And you can have good and bad without it being strictly evil. You have antagonists, but they aren't necessarily Satan reincarnated. You can have protagonists that aren't angels. There's a mix there because they're people. They have flaws. They have good points to them, even if they're bad. But having a bad and a good is what helps me, the audience, pick a side. What helps me choose to root for the good guys. If I'm not rooting for somebody, I'm not really emotionally invested. I get emotionally invested when I can see the point of the other, but still agree with this side more. Yes, I am all for having complex, interesting villains that help old ladies across the street when they're done murdering people. I still want them to be villains. I still want them to be actually evil, not just the mother-in-law who doesn't like the relationship. So I think we're arguing the same point here. Good and evil exist. Good and bad exist. Evil is a whole different kind of word. Having good and evil in your story is important. Picking a side is important. Whether they are good or bad, give them the choices to show, yes, they are good. Yes, they are bad. This is the villain. This is the good guy. And if you're writing a story without moral lines, make sure we see both the good and the evil in the character. With your protagonists, you should definitely be seeing both anyway, but it's okay to have a villain that you just hate because they're jerks. Throw in those choices. Make sure you do have lines between your good and your bad. Could be a blurry line, but there needs to still be distinction between good and bad. But whatever you do, when you come to writing your characters, make sure you have fun and write selfishly. Wait, don't go. Let's get to that announcement that we teased at the beginning of this episode. We are going to go on a hiatus for the first time in two years. We have a little more than 200 episodes out there, so we feel like there's a lot of good content. If you've missed any episodes, you have about two months to catch up and realign with us. We'll be back the beginning of July. The reason for this break in publishing is we both have a lot going on right now. We've got books that are going to be coming out between now and then. We're going to be moving studios to a different place to record. So there's going to be some time in transition before we can get that up and running. We are also going to be judging the writing competition that ends May 10th. By the way, if you haven't gotten your submission for that, make sure you go to our website, purchase the $10 submission, or use that code that we teased in an episode earlier this month to get a free one. We will be judging those to pick the top 15 to get into a short stories anthology publication. But don't worry, we will still be releasing some new content to you. We do have extended versions of many of our episodes. We do try to keep between 10 to 12 minutes for most episodes that we put out, but we are often saying a whole lot more. So every Wednesday, we will be releasing one of our favorite extended episodes. If you want more of that kind of content, then you can always check out our Patreon. All of our patrons there get the full extended version of every episode that we edit. Every episode that has an extended episode. Because sometimes we do keep it short and actually can talk for just 10 minutes. I have a hard time with that, though. 
We will also be staying active on our social media. We'll be posting these episodes, sharing more memes, and we'll be there to answer your questions. So if you have questions, if you want to get involved, find us on Facebook, email us, whatever. We will be there. We will be active, doing our best to help you out while we're on a break. But until you hear from us again, write selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing. <laughs>